Hello, and you are listening to the Gotham Chronicle podcast powered by the BatmanUniverse.net. Check out the Batman Universe for this and many other great Batman podcasts. I'm Josh, and joining me is... This is Donovan. This is Jan. And we're going to be taking a look at the masks we wear in the most recent episode of Gotham. So Gordon is, you know, having a lovely time in Miami, or no version of Miami that I've ever seen with, like, you know, that looks like... <laughs> It looks like 18th century South America with, like, you know, castles and stuff. But like, They were in okay. Miami? Yeah, but – and a different, like, tint for the camera and stuff. Yeah, know? it was all like, kind of like sepia-toned. Yeah, he was in Cuba. Right? right? He, he visits his old friend Falcone, and he's like, Falcone, my old buddy, how are you doing? Why won't you shake my hand? You killed my son. Oh, that was just the one <laughs> – that was just the one time. Just... By the way, you don't have any other kids around here, do you? <laughs> Are they named Mario? <laughs> I don't want you to go near any of my kids again. Hi, Daddy. Oh, Christ. <laughs> uh, so uh, he's like, Falcon, we need you to come back and defeat Penguin. He's like, the, the heck I will. <laughs> I'm having a lovely time in Miami dying of my mobster disease, you know? <laughs> Incurable, like unnameable disease. McGregor syndrome, stage one. (laughs) I have McGregor syndrome. (laughs) Well, that's okay. We we always get Mister Freeze to freeze you up until we find a cure. He goes. Oh my god, that's true. He goes to the beach to longingly, like you know, like you know, search for more babes, and he sees, you know, like you know, (laughs) Sophia Falcone, who, like you know, it's very, very hot in Miami. So, like, sometimes when it gets hot, you get dehydrated, which makes you thirsty. And Sophia Falcone is thirsty, like, she's throughout so this thirsty. episode. Yeah, like, the second she sees Gordon, she's like, like, it's like the Patty Mayonnaise music when, like, you know, whatever Doug would see her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you guys go into that, like, together? <laughs> like, we, 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 we've trained together, so we have like, yeah. like minds. Oh, my God. That was, like, synchronized singing that was intense well, i was it, not ready what if you say i dare you to kiss gordon on the lid <laughs> the skeeter yeah, yeah there's like an episode Bonk. where doug has like <laughs> well, that's so, the point of that like, like 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 sophia does seem to be more instantly attracted to gordon than he does of her but that's definitely not non-mutual she definitely pursues him so they have to be they're they're talking and it's like oh yes I, I, you know, I, I grew up here, and I was always protected by my brother Mario. Mario, where? Uh, I mean, oh yeah, I'm sorry about this unavoidable tragedy of Mario mysteriously dying. Us. Yeah, he, he's like, I'm sorry for what happened to him. I wasn't there. I was too late. <laughs> I tried to stop that madman Gordon from killing him. For some reason, Gordon, like you know, not taking responsibility for the murder of her brother, turns her on even more, and they make out at the beach. And he returns to Gotham and, like, meets Officer Harper. He's like, well, I couldn't get Falcone. And then, like, she shows up. Actually, you got me. Because, surprise, I'm a mobster, too. You mean, last night? I was just a piece of meat to you? <laughs> She's like, clean yourself up and you'll be hearing from me. Um, Josh, Josh. Is this supposed to be crying? It's not official. Yeah. 
It's not official until he moves into her home. <laughs> he has a home. He doesn't need to do until, that until she takes him like, off the street. You don't understand. It's never official. That's why like Valerie like disappeared so quickly. He didn't move in with her because he had an apartment. <laughs> Even Gordon and Lee weren't official when they were like engaged and she was pregnant with his baby. Like that was yeah, just... they were official because he moved into her home. I, I, I was I was joking. I was I was making fun of Don from like last week with like the whole tablet done <laughs> like book thing. Like <laughs> I, was, I was hoping you forget about that. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, in other plots, you know, um, Bruce Wayne is like tracking stuff going on at shipyards, and he accidentally blows Selena Kyle's cover when she's—I guess she's Catwoman now. She has a mask, but like no, no ears yet. You know, she'll get the ears in like season seven. Um, she tries to steal the knife, but like, like at the Bruce end of the Wayne, season. Yeah, she tries to steal the knife, but Bruce Wayne spies on her stealing. Knife. Like they—they they never actually directly interact with each other while they're in their costumes, but like you know, um. It doesn't go so well, so Bruce is like, I must go back and, like, dress as, like, you know, one of the, um, like, uh, kids from Bugsy Malone, you know, with, like, an exaggerated, like, Jersey accent, you know, to, like, find out what's a... So, Bruce goes in in the worst disguise ever and, like, oh, doesn't get shot in the head. He's like, hey, I'm looking for my uncle. You mind letting me take a look around and, like, inside your manifest? I don't see why not. Wait a second, you know, and... I do love it because Alfred like comes there to pretend to be the uncle. Like, hey, nephew. Oh, okay. I guess this isn't a good explanation. They just like beat them up. So they decide they find out that this knife, you know, which they figure out belongs to Raz Al Ghul or Race Al Ghul, excuse me. Um, uh, it's gonna take Rich. me a little while. To get, I know it's gonna take me a little while to get used to that. Uh, they find out that it belongs to him and that it's going up to auction. So, like, they decide that Bruce Wayne needs acting lessons and that he has to act like the biggest, like, teenage brat ever, which I love. So he, like, shows about this auction. Like, so basically, act- he's acting like Arthur from the movie. Like, not Arthur, you know, like, I say, hey, what a wonderful kind of day. But, you know, the other Arthur, like, the drunk <laughs> rich guy. Uh, <laughs> pretty much. Anyway, so Bruce is at this, like, you know, auction acting like this, like, you know, bratty teenage guy. Other one penguin comes in. He's like, Oswald, my friend. <laughs> And, like, Barbara Keane's like, Bruce, you're going to let me have the knife, right? Yes, yes, of course. I bid $3 million. Two million, get it right. Yeah, it's a, I'll borrow it from you. That credit card, never leave home without it. Because oh, you, 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 you can't do any auction in a Batman thing without making fun of Batman and Robin. Uh, so Bruce, you know, wins the knife, which makes Barbara go, grr. Um, so... Because I guess she's working for uh, Race, so she's trying to get the knife back. So she, like, has Selena try and, like, sneak in the Wayne Manor, which, like, I love. Like, she comes in and, like, Bruce is sitting there in the dark. She's like, why are you sitting there in the dark? <laughs> Batman Returns style. He's just, like, <laughs> waiting for the pet signal. <laughs> yeah. Why are you sitting here in the dark? To which my answer would be, I don't know. Why are you breaking in through my window? Like, like Basically. Yeah, like, it's my house. Like, like don't turn this around on me. Like. Uh, so I think she was just genuinely surprised that he was like actually up, but I was like, "But why? You trained him." So, so Ray shows up at you know Barbara's you know a little penthouse thing. It's like you didn't get the knife. It's like no, Bruce Wayne has it. He's like, "Ha, really? Well, come, let's make out." Because apparently, you know, we're in a relationship now, and I'm the one that brought you back from the dead in the Lazarus pit. So that happens. The other plot is um, random woman working for penguin who is the riddlerette oh uh, god i forgot about this yeah that was that, that I'll, I'll be honest that's my least favorite part of the of what I was loved a good that. episode i you loved would. it so much it was so <laughs> stupid <laughs> she she unfreezes ed but his just relax the hibernation sickness like from stars well like, his muscles are tense because he's been frozen and apparently like 
he's lost his power to solve riddles and he doesn't appreciate this girl like trying to be like the riddlerette for him so uh and uh, anyways as in penguin figure out like that she's the mole in the organization so she's whacked but they're pleased to learn that nigma's lost his riddle solving powers and that's yeah. this week on gotham <laughs> I want to hear Don's thoughts first since he saw this more recently. Yes. Mm. Um. Well, I, I, I have pretty, you know, talkable problems with this episode, but I did, I did enjoy it overall because, like, mostly, most of the episode, I know we, we went over the Gordon stuff first because that's, you know, that's the kind of podcast we are. But he really wasn't the majority. Of, he wasn't in the majority of the show, which is why I was probably enjoying it. And I'm not saying that to be, you know, just to be a jerk. Because, like, like generally, whenever the story's not about him as much, it does seem to be a good episode. And this was basically Batman the show. <laughs> yeah, it is now. Um, like, I mean, I've said it before, but, like, like it, they are committing to this. Every scene of dialogue between Davi Mazzaz and Sean Pertwee, it's Batman and Alfred. It's not young Bruce Wayne and his butler Alfred. It's Batman and Alfred. It's like, he might as well call him Penny One. Like, Penny One, can you read me? Yes! I love Penny One. <laughs> Um, and it, it was good stuff. It was it was genuinely because it was like development. You know, I loved all of Alfred. You know, teaching him, you know, like how to how to how to act in different circumstances. Uh, the Gordon stuff, it wasn't as like it wasn't honestly. That was exactly what I was, what I was fearing. And I'll and I'll I will bitch loudly about uh, how they changed uh, Sophia Falcon as, as I knew they would uh, going into this season. But at the same time. Uh, it was for some reason it was just as bad as I thought it was going to be, but also not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Um, the Riddler Riddlet thing, um, honestly, like like uh, uh, I knew that was happening. I'll, I'll talk about that later. But like, um, I thought the whole thing was kind of just this big exercise, just to, like I don't know. It it was it was I was that was kind of a mixed bag as well. So there was stuff I didn't like, but there was but overall I did enjoy it. And I guess we'll talk about like uh, Ration Barbara at the end. Jan, what you think? I liked it for the most part, mostly because I expected most of it and got. Almost everything that I expected, uh, I loved all th- naturally. Bruce is my baby. He's so adorable and precious. And I love everything that he does <laughs> in this show. I can't not love it. And then, like, Alfred came in and I was just so happy. I was like, oh my God. Um, I didn't like the Barbara stuff, but there's stuff that I did like and that I'll discuss later. Um,. Saz was there, which always keeps me, as a viewer, very happy. I liked Penguin in this. I liked the Riddler in this. I liked the fact that he couldn't get the riddles, and I, more importantly, because I loved the his answers. The easiest riddles in the world. Yes, but like, I liked like his They might answers. as well have done, why did the chicken cross the road? Yeah, a deformed baby. Next hit, that's obvious. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Give me something hard. Like, uh, I, I, I like that too. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, I I mostly liked this episode a lot. Like, um, it's uh, I, I enjoyed. You know, as much as I thought that Gordon and his choices were inappropriate in the in his plotline. Not for the first time in the show. Yeah, not not and and not for the first time. I, I still enjoyed watching it. You know, even if like that is not Miami, but I I wasn't expecting to get Miami right. <laughs> Especially because I think I said like last week because of their like whole like Art Deco this takes place in like the recent past thing like I wasn't expecting it's it might be in the DC universe yeah uh, so the, 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 there there was that but I, I enjoyed the, you know watching that and 
I really dug the Bruce stuff, especially Braddy Bruce, which we'll get into. And, um, you know, I, I, I dug the whole, you know, Barbara and Selena thing and seeing, um, you know, kind of like the revelation of, of what I've known since Comic-Con that like her and Roz, you know, or race were. We do have to bring up that like that Bruce did straight up like, like he was reading, I don't know, the Bible or something. And he was like, 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 like something, 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 race, I'll go. Like he, he, enunci- he like prolonged the enunciation, which I thought was cool. All right, so going plot line by plot line, let, 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 I guess let's talk about them hookups first. So, um, Jan, I, 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 I'm curious because you seem to have been very, very against, you know, Barbara and Raish, right? right? Yes, Raish? yes, yes. Okay. yes. <laughs> Good Barbara job, Raish hooking up. Um, I am curious if that's because you know you you had you know some um, flowers in your heart for you know uh, Sadiq Sadiq <laughs> I'm just not going to pronounce anything you know involving like that actor character tonight, but Alex, I guess like you know uh, I, I know that you had some you know crushes on the character. So was it was this a jealousy thing or is there I don't know like uh, uh, was... <laughs> is it a jealousy thing? <laughs> No, um, I actually just really like the character, and I don't know, it's, like, really weird. I know that he's had, like, a lot of kids, but I feel like uh, Raish, uh, for me, uh, deserves something better than Barbara. <laughs> uh, it's more of, like, me being snooty. And, but, like I was talking to you about, like, earlier in IMs, like, I have a really weird feeling when it comes to Barbara because I felt like she wasn't written I mean she was written her part was written for what it was supposed to be at like the beginning you know not supposed to be much and then all of a sudden they made her a crazy serial killer for a season or two and then all of a sudden she was reinvented again and again and while I don't really like the character I think because for me I mean I'm not Aaron so I don't know what kind of headspace she gets in to continue this character or what the core of the character is for her because I can't see one. That's a good point. And it just feels like we're just going to make her whatever we want to make her this season. Doesn't matter what it is. On the one hand, it bothers me that they keep changing her because it feels like they don't know what to do with her. And it's like, well, we can use her as a plot device this way. She's just like a constant plot device and not like an actual person. Um, but on the other hand, it's kind of like, to me, what Dollhouse should have been with Eliza Dushku. Like, if she had been the main character in Dollhouse instead of Eliza Dushku, she would have nailed it. Because one thing I know about Aaron from watching her, even if I don't like Barbara, is that every time they reinvent the character, she goes in 110% and she nails it. She nails that character. And it's impressive. Yeah, I'm still trying to formulate my thoughts on the hookup um my i think that's just for titillation is, yeah i think so too or or shock value or something like my very first thought was actually like huh Roz's thing has been where gordon's thing has been or like something like <laughs> it's a very mature way of thinking about it <laughs> and then like now and then like one of those buddies. or they called it wiener cousins on scrubs um one of the other thoughts that i had too was well, like a thought that I had like a day or two later was like, wait, so he he reveals that like you know yeah he put her in the Lazarus pit, so like she was legitimately dead. He put her in the Lazarus pit and brought her back, and it's like, wait, so like why? And the only thing I can really like think of is to get to Gordon as a way of getting the bruise, or I don't know, like like what was it about Barbara Kane that made him like 
specifically seek her out to like revive and train. He said that like he needed like not so much an apprentice, but like an ally or whatever. I mean, honestly, I think it's pretty apparent because of the show's writing that it's there is nothing about the character that is that is because this is the same character that like the Joker is like really interested in, and you know like like James Franz, like you know ah you are you know my diamond in the rough, like you know my secret weapon. Like there really isn't anything about Barbara Keene that's all that special compared to all the other kooky characters. Um, and I I wanted to bring this up in comparison to like the Gordon and Sophia thing because I don't know if it was my like innate. Sessions and whatever, but like, I mean, I thought that like, I actually wasn't too bothered by the Rache and Barbara thing because I feel that like, I feel that like, a, um, uh, this show uses sex as like a, a code word for deviance, uh, yeah. all the time in the, in the throughout the four seasons. Like, it, most of the time when yeah. you see sex, it's, it's you. And I've said it before, and like, I know Josh disagreed because of like Gordon Lee, but like, most of the time it's it's just kind of you know shorthand for they're being bad. But um, Ooh, look how evil they are! All the sex. Yeah, exactly. Sex is evil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Bullock and like the, his like season one hooker. Yeah. Yeah, because Bullock is not a clean cop, so of course he's going to be like doing nasty things with a hooker for like no reason. Well, I even thought like an element of that was kind of broached in the like the brief like Renee and, and uh, Lee thing, but also I, I mean I I am Renee pretty... and Lee. <laughs> Renee <laughs> and Babs. Yeah, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. <laughs> Um, I was like, when did Lee sleep with her? I need to go back and watch that episode. I don't even think Lee and her ever overlapped, like, being in the same episode. I don't think they were in the same season. Oh, they're the, they're no, the they were. They, they, they were. They were both in season one. I think that they overlapped. Like, I think, like, Lee's first episode was Renee's last. Like, I think she first appeared in, like, the episode where Renee, like, leaves Barbara. Well, 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 well my other point was that, like, I feel that, like, Rachel Ghoul is not above like like he's not above sleeping with like attractive like assistants before like he's often been seen with, with like a bunch of harem girls in Arabia and stuff and I no, nothing about this necessarily struck me as out of character I did want to because I know that that uh, I didn't want to compare it to the Gordon and, and Sophia thing which we I don't know if we want to get into now but like I, I have I have a problem with that in terms of like I have a, just a hard a gigantic problem with how they do this character but I'm wondering. If I have a problem with that, but not a problem with this, if that if that speaks ill of me, or is it, or is it really because of the writing? Mm, maybe. I mean, it's not like you know, two different sexual relationships are the same one. So, like you know, it's it's not like it, there's an equivalency there. Like you could have a problem with one and not a problem with the other because there's you know, the, the, there's there's more to them than you know, just two characters are hooking up. There there's context and. Uh, the, the, <laughs> the Gordon one is highly inappropriate. I just so. want to say for the Gordon one real quick, real quick, and it does it does relate to like uh, I'll just I'll just get this out now because I'm bursting at the scenes. But uh, um, this character Sophia Falcone in the in Dark she only appeared in Dark Victory, uh, and she is like you know Falcone's daughter and and Mario's uh, sister and stuff. She's a real force of nature in the comic. I mean, spoilers. She actually is the Hangman. Um, like she's she's a a large like like like. Uh, athlete, like tall, muscular, like intimidating-looking woman who like doesn't take crap from this one, and they've refitted her as a sort of like you know this this kind of eventually attractive younger, smaller woman who is like all about like you know in trance with Gordon, the guy who killed her brother. Like it's just so that that's that to me is is like about as bad as like what they did with Poison Ivy. Like it is very much like oh, there's a female character. Well, let's write her this way. Well, what about how she actually was? And I'm not like you know saying it needs to be like the comics, but like. The character went from being much more interesting to like basically uh, a sexist archetype, and I really don't like that at all. Whereas with Barbara and Rachel Ghoul, like 
it 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 didn't jive, it didn't it didn't not jive with the modus operandi of the characters. And I don't know if that's because I care less about Barbara Keane and I'm more interested in Sophia from the comics or what. But like, um, there, there, or maybe I, it's because you have lower expectations for Barbara because of like everything that she's been through. Also, she doesn't have a comic background, really. Not at all. Okay. She's basically a hey, blank slate, hey, so they could do whatever. She and Batman lit that cigarette together. Yep. That was a very deep, you know, like uh, story. So when she starts smoking on TV, we'll have her full backup backstory. <laughs> when she and Dobby, Miz- I know, like <laughs> she and Dobby Mazals, when they were at that auction together, they didn't, you know, like light a cigarette. I was very disappointed. <laughs> yeah, because they have to read the same obscure ass Silver Age comics that we have. And <laughs> <laughs> watch TV together as Ben McKenzie strokes his chin in the background. Now, how can I prove that Bruce Wayne's really Bruce Wayne? <laughs> um, but since I brought it up, I, I basically just threw it on the table. Like 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 Jan like how would you, how would you compare like the two, the two sets of characters kind of getting together in this episode? Um, the one with Raish and Babs was mostly like oh okay it's Gotham whatever, and also she sleeps around with everybody so it's not something new. She ha- she's she's hooked up with I think more people than anyone else in the show. I'm not slut shaming her. I mean she's her body she can do what she wants. Also she's evil and you know evil people sleep around apparently on this show. So to yes. um, basically emphasize that she's still evil, she had to sleep with this new guy who's also evil to be like I'm evil still. Um, and uh, this, this is Sophia, her fifth romantic partner in the show that I that I'm counting. <laughs> and as for Sophia and. Um, Jim, I was like totally expecting it, just not at this frequency. I thought like maybe they'd have like some weird like I'm kind of attracted to you, but you killed my brother thing, and it would just be like kind of weird and spread out. Not like, hey, you are a guy and I am a girl, and we're both like really attractive, and we should have sex. That's very Star Trek. Uh, I'm still <laughs> trying to make sense of the Sophia thing, but. My overall thought is like I'm trying to make sense of what actually happened, but my my overall thought is regardless of how it happened or like what the intentions were, it's highly inappropriate because as I mentioned again, number one, Gordon killed her brother. Number two, forgetting that Gordon killed her brother, this is the sister-in-law of his ex-fiance. Like, dude, that on top of which they really they they tried a, a lot. I thought for most of the episode to ignore that he killed Mario. Like they brought it, they, they, did, they didn't bring it up. But like honestly, like Mm-mm. why wouldn't they open that up when when he shows I, up? I think it home? was in subtext. Like when like Falcone like is like not happy to see him like, and doesn't and he, like, take his hand and doesn't take his hand. Like, but but even so, I, there there was still this sort of like you know like oh we've been through too much now. We're like like drop the pleasantries. It's, it, I would have been like get out of my house. <laughs> but hey, also, Falcon. you have to you remember doing? that he did know that his son was infected by a virus, and the sister also brought it up. Oh, hey, I know, like it's not a he was like infected by the virus. There was nothing you could do at the time because they hadn't developed a vaccine yet. So, my only defense for the Sophia thing, which point. again, really inappropriate, super, super inappropriate. Uh-huh. I think it, I think it was less of like her being like oh Gordon and more of like you know she she, she I feel I got the impression by the end of the episode that she had the upper hand on him that you know like Gordon said like wait that was just you sizing me up you know like that she was she was playing him and Which is um, stupid. I, well I mean that, that's so, but, is... but, but I mean she's obviously attracted to him because she was like you know thirsty for him the second that like you know he pulled up to like their driveway. But mm-hmm. I think it was also like a fascination too, and 
there is a part of me that has a theory that maybe she's like, you know, eventually planning on like betraying him. Like you killed my brother. Like, did you think I was going to let that go? But right now, that would be actually really cool. The show is not that smart. I know, but that's what I would love to see. That's what I was going to say. I was going to be here like, yeah, maybe she's just like playing him because he's really easy to play when a chick is gorgeous. Yeah. Like, I mean, and he, he was definitely played this episode because, like, when she shows up at GCBD, she's like, oh, yeah, I'm actually a mobster, too. What do you think I've been doing this whole time? And he's mm-hmm. – I, 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 and I forget what it was that she said exactly that made Gordon say, wait. So, like, that last – you were just sizing me up, which makes me think that after that kiss on the beach, they, you know, you know went back to, like, a, a sleazy Miami motel and, you know um, – Oh, um, please. And, 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 they wouldn't and go had, to a like, sleazy motel. She's rich. She took him to a nice place. I hope it wasn't at Falcone's house and then like, you know, like <laughs> in Mario's old room. <laughs> this is where my brother room. grew up. Take me. <laughs> when Gordon rolls over to like light up the cigarette, he's looking at a picture of Mario on like the mantle. Like <laughs> and he pulls his gun and shoots it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I win. You were going. <laughs> that wasn't, but that was that that's probably what would happen. Well, uh to to that, I think that like because there is more of this character than just you know sort of a star-eyed uh, young woman who's who's attracted to this cop, but to me, um, and this is kind of thing, like, like I don't think of like like the character's actions. I'm, I'm not trying to slush him either, although I I may end up accidentally doing that. But I just think of, like the writers who just like take this. Okay, there's a female character. She's going to kiss Gordon. Like that's what that's what I see more than like the character's actions because she's a fictional character. Um, so I'm I'm a lot more angry at the writing rather than like you know. Sophia wouldn't be doing this, or Gordon wouldn't do that. To me, it's just like it's it's honestly Fox produ- Productions kind of because if you watch any Fox show, it's very very similar. Yeah, I'm not ready to call it misogynistic because like we did reveal at the end that like it wasn't just her like ooh a man yummy yummy like she she's after power and she was like I think you know we can also say like, you know so all of that was for nothing. She was like, well, not all of it was for nothing, and, it's, and I'm like, F- off. like like you just met this guy like 12 hours ago. And like, oh, she knows what she wants, and her dad is trying to like tell her she's not ready. And it's it's a classic mob thing. If you ever watch like, what if this is her rebelling against her dad? Like, daddy, you know, I I was I was with that man, the man who killed Mario. Like, but yeah, anywho, um, it's always like that kid that is always being told that they're not ready, and then they go off and they bite off more than they can chew. It could be one of those storylines as well, because that's a classic mobster storyline. Very paternalistic. Mm-hmm. That's a Gotham storyline. Like every season, like it's like I want my seat at the table. Like you know, like no, it's eh. like um, like the Godfather and stuff like that has yeah. done that. Mm-hmm. And um, also, uh, what was that one show? Magic City uh, with the mobsters who own the hotel in Miami. They had the same storyline because he wouldn't he had he was grooming one son that he wanted to be in charge and then the other one's like but i can take more responsibility he goes like no you're not ready yet and then that kid like went off and did his own thing and portrayed his dad so it could be one of those storylines you don't know well that was also the same thing like like uh to go to 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 grab this kicking and screaming back to the dark back to a dark victory like falcon had three kids he had mario he had sophia and he had alberto alberto was like kind of the, the wimpy kind of guy who had i can't his... wait for gordon to kill alberto honestly yeah, I mean, dark I mean, victory yeah the second one um the one with robin the second what the second like like because it's the sequel to long halloween 
Oh, I have not read that one. I didn't know. I didn't know that it had a uh, sequel. I'll have to get that one because yes. I really enjoyed the Long Halloween. I need to reread it because I don't remember what happened, but I do remember that I liked it. Yeah, Mario. It's okay. and, uh, a lot of people who like finished Long Halloween are like, "Wait, what just happened?" Like, yeah, I just remember that it had Calendar Man. Yes, it well, did. And, like, so and people are like, people finish the story like, "Wait, so who was Calendar Man?" Or uh, you mean and, Holiday? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, who was Holiday? Like, well, um, because like Mario and, <laughs> and Sophia both Holiday, not Calendar Man. Calendar Man is like a, a actual villain. Holiday was created for the story, like like the Holiday. Oh, okay. I I get them mixed up because I think it was like he was hitting on holidays, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He was he was killing mobsters on holidays, but like Calendar Man's the guy with like, the tattoo on his head in Arkansas. Oh, okay, okay. All right. No, it's, did, it's, they, it's like, did they get mashed together in the animated series? Neither of them. Mm. I, th- I think Halloween, Long Halloween, came out after the animated series, like in '95 or something. But um, okay, yeah. okay. Oh, you're, th- you're thinking about Calendar Girl, right? Oh, oh my God! Thank you, thank <laughs> you confusion. so much. No, I'm it's it's sorry. it's cool. But, but, but <laughs> what I was going to say is that like um, Mario, like all of our jokes about Marfa Cone, he first appeared in Dark Dark Victory. So did Sophia. Like there are these three kids of Falcone. There there are. St- you know, this isn't a case of Barbara King where they basically make up a character and use her name. They do have characters that that you can use in a storyline, and then and then like and Mario in the comics was supposed to be like he was in the show, a guy who had nothing to do with the mafia and kind of tried to legitimize the Falcone name. Alberto yeah. was a wimp, but like kind of tried to, to kind of be a, a tough guy. And Sophia was like, like her last name is Gigante, because so she doesn't, so she's not known as a mobster, but she's like this big badass, like she's a real tough ass, like squeezing people's heads and stuff. Like she nearly strangled the Riddler and stuff. Like she's not to be taken lightly. So to take that and to like make it, well, this is this mom story about you know a girl who wants to defy her father's expectations and you know prove everybody wrong. It's like Wait. I. I find that to be very, very like kind of cliched and kind of like uh, patronizing compared to like. You said Dark Victory. I think I saw them though. I've I've read these characters. Mario did uh, continue to appear in like the Dick Grayson Batman stuff, but like uh, Sophia like only appeared in Dark Victory. Are you sure? Because I've uh, if you've read it, I I'm feel positive. like I know all. Th- I haven't read Dark Victory, but I feel like I've 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 read all three of these characters. Mm-hmm. Are you uh, sure they weren't in the Long Halloween? I, I, I'm pretty positive because, like, I remember. Um, oh, you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm sorry. You're wrong. I'm wrong because Sophia did appear in Long Halloween because in, in Dark yeah. Victory, in Dark no, Victory, and Alberto was there too because he yes. was like really wimpy. I remember. I remember them. They were in yes. the Long Halloween. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think Mario first appeared in Dark Victory, but Sophia does appear like halfway through in Long Halloween. Yeah, because I remember these characters. Like, I remember her being like really big. Yeah, yeah, with with, with like the, yeah. like the big like a uh, trench coat and stuff, and like I mean, because like now because Josh, you remember this, right? Yeah. So like 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 I mean I know that like you're much you're way more lenient than I am about what they changed from the comics to the show, but like with those those images in mind, especially with Sophia Gigante, like it's not so much like they have to do the same version, but like don't you see like from this very tough, intimidating woman. To this character that I'm sorry, but like, you know, no matter what she might do, and I'm sizing Gordon up or whatever, she's still very clearly portrayed, portrayed as a love interest for Gordon. And I hate that. <laughs> the, the, the thing, well, I, I think she's going to be more in the love interest. I think it's just going to be like a rival my boss. Although, like, we'll see what happens over the next dozen episodes. Um, if, if she even sleeps with Gordon again, cut to that being the first scene of the next episode. But like, <laughs> them waking up like together, but. I'm much more lenient when they change like a character like a Sophia Falcone as opposed to like mm-hmm. if I went to see, you know, a Superman movie and they made Lois Lane something completely different. You know, it's like 
Well, to me, it's also so, like you know, like, like like what they did to Poison Ivy, a very complex character in the source material. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, I, I I have not liked Ivy a lot over the course of the show. Like, very rarely have I praised like you know what they've been doing with her. I think the only character that they kind of say true because like Leslie's very different too. Like Catwoman's generally <laughs> Leslie like the, her, her source material, but like yeah, Essen is also very different. Montoya is very different, or was fairly different. Yeah. Um, I'd say Catwoman. Bruce, they stayed very Bruce, true. Alfred, and um, Selena. Yeah. If, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like the only like you know, they're, they're the closest. Absolutely, um, Lucius. More or less. Ish. Yeah. Um, um, if you ignore the fact that they keep putting him in weird places that he doesn't need to be, like the character himself, the way that he is written and the way that he reacts to things, I believe is very true to the character. Uh, well, let's not get into this too From much. what I've read. Well, <laughs> but before we get into another half hour discussion about, like, did Butch and Tabitha date? Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, well, no, I mean, like, we got to get back to the episode if we're yeah. going to, like, be here. So, like, what do you think of, like, just to wrap up the. Uh, the race stuff. Like, what do you think of that little origin that we got for him at the beginning? And, I like and just it. like, and, and aside from him and Barbara, like, you know, sleeping together, like just him and that plot line, this episode of this, I'm not really a fan of MacGuffin. So like, I'm like, Oh, we're all after this mysterious knife. Like, I don't really care about that, but I guess it's a means to an end. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll sit through and I like, and I like the scenes that surrounded it, but mm-hmm. um, I really have no thoughts about, you know, the origin that they showed for race. Although like, I kind of thought it was weird that, like, you know, now you're in the Lazarus pit. Now, like, it's basically tag. You're it. Now, now you have to spend a century finding someone that's ready. It you know, kind like, of reminded me of um, Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight <laughs> with Billy Zane. With Billy Zane and uh, William Sadler, right? Uh, and uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I have thoughts on it, but, but you go first, Jan. Um, I actually really kind of liked it because it showed that they were trying to do something original and different. Um, of course, you know, I'm a fan of the original stuff. Um, and by original, I mean uh, the animated series. And, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, we had an argument about it. Uh, but I just like that, like, they're tr- it's clear I already have accepted that they're going to try to create their own canon for everything. So it was interesting to see what direction they were trying to take it and um, how they were going to try to mainline it for the um, for the show. And, um, yeah, it was, like, interesting to see because, oh, I have to find this. Because the person shows up and is like, you're the one. So Rachel Ghoul has found his one. And now we know why he has, like, this ridiculous interest in this child um, who is almost a man. Oh, this little baby. So precious. Uh, yeah, and I really liked how at the end I'm seeing was, him and 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 Roz tomorrow, Raish tomorrow. Yay! Uh, oh, right, because you're in NYCC. Where yeah, I'm at NYCC right and, now. And, See, if I had actually gone this year, we would be like meeting up and taking pictures and like taunting Don. Like, haha. I, I would try. I would try and get you into the Gotham Press thing with me. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to answer any que- ask any questions because I'd be sitting there like, I love you. With Butch and um, uh, or with uh, Jessica Lucas and Drew Powell, just like all that flipping me off together. Oh God! They, 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 they like the press conference because I would have attached myself to Drew Powell like I love you. Oh, <laughs> favorite, and I miss seeing you on my screen. They, they recently spoiled on some so website much. like what episode he's going to show up as Solomon Grundy in. I think they said episode five. Oh, good. So we're going to cut that out, right? 
No, no, no. We we could leave that in. It's, okay. it's, if, if it's online, it, it's not. Yeah, it, it, it's online. That's not like oh, something okay. that like an insider told me. So yeah. Oh God, because I miss Butch. Like I watch every episode. It's only two episodes, three episodes. I've been watching every episode. Like where's Butch? Yeah, it's it's really weird. Like kind of how they're waiting to get back to certain characters, but. I guess I almost prefer that because, again, one of the problems with the first season is it was very crowded, trying to fit all these characters. Yeah, trying to fit all these characters. So, like, if you don't have a role for a character in an episode, I do love it that they're absent. But, yeah, I'm like, yeah, we just finished week three, and, like, Lee is, like, Marina Baccarin's still in the opening credits, but, like, we've yet to see her again, and, you know, and um, and, and we didn't see Barbara in the first Ish. Oh, the dream sequence. her in the flashback, Yeah. So she was actually You know what would be messed up? Oh. This this is how she comes back. Like uh, G- uh Gordon and and Sophia are like, you know, just finished like hooking up again like ah, that was great. And as like, you know, they're like, you know, and That's and, probably and they, what's going to happen. And as they kiss each other goodbye, oh, like Lee like walks in the room and is like, "You have got to be kidding me." <laughs> oh, here we go. What's your problem now? Hold She's on, always... hold on. You guys realize that Sophia wasn't even at their wedding. Uh, yeah, she was like, like, like an exile in Miami. <laughs> well, I mean, for all we know, she could have been at the wedding in like row number three. We just like didn't see. Like, you can retcon that she was at the wedding just because. Yeah, that's like, true. That's what I was about to say. I mean, and she could have been at the funeral too, and just you know, like. Uh, but yeah, like <laughs> you have got to be kidding me! What? What's your problem? What I do? Listen to this, Sophia. She's always angry at me. Like, oh, you shot my husband. Oh, you know, <laughs> you're kissing my sister-in-law. What's this person's problem, <laughs> Jim? Can you not see how this is utterly inappropriate? <sighs> Are you mad that I didn't invite you? Because it's an open invitation, baby. Cut the credits. <laughs> Gotham. <laughs> 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 and then we learn that Jim is actually option? evil because he's having sex with two women at once. <laughs> the devil's threesome, as it were. Um, I was, I was, I was, I was going to kind of talk, comment on the race thing. Uh, I, I pulled out my nerd hat and I was like, "Wait a minute, this is exactly how." But it you know, obviously doesn't matter. It's kind of like a Highlander. Where, yeah, whatever. Where it's, yeah, yeah. I, it, no one cares. Also, like I think race is like race's origin, like you know how you pronounce his actual origin name, is very com- complex and convoluted. That like you don't want to, you, you don't really don't want to see that in live action because it's, it's, it would be way too much. Um, I do know that, because actually, I was, I was, I was, I'm enough of a loser to check this. I do know that they're making up, like, um, Sumerian kings. Like, ah, oh, he was the first king of, like, you know, the first generation of, um, Mesopotamia. And it's like, no, it wasn't. But, um, whatever. Uh, they have to, they have to seal the, the Spear of Destiny, whatever. Um, you, honestly, Raish is usually a bigger player than this. Like, he's not a guy, like, like, I was, I was surprised we've not seen, like, you know, his, his, his mafia, his entourage, Ubu. He's kind of he's kind of lurking in the background and like talking to Barbara King. Like he can, I think he's, he should he should um, warrant a bigger presence. But so far, I, I do miss Ubu. I love Infidel. Yes, <laughs> maybe Butch will become Ubu. I would be down for uh, that because he, he well, I would I would be too. He, 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 well, be, 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 because Ubu was a transferable title because like Bane became Ubu for like five minutes in the nineties. Mm. <laughs> well, well, I was about to say also, also like um. If we saw Ubu like you know in like in like like kind of the you know, Arabian costume with like the, the the baggy pants and like the wristbands and stuff like I guess if Drew Powell dressed like that would be kind of interesting like he went from like Jada Pinkett Smith's right hand man to like the Arabian <laughs> bodyguard of the demon yes. head <laughs> the journey that this character has been on <laughs> Solomon well, he was made for the show so 
I'm just happy he's Solomon Grundy. Like that means he could never die. Again, uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> just like all the other people that weren't supposed to die, like you know, Maroney. I know, but I love Sarah Essen. And oh. I love um, Butch. So I, I have an unnatural attachment to this character. <laughs> There's a lot of likable characters in this very, very terrible show. <laughs> that's that's why we keep watching. Because if they weren't likable, we would have quit by now. Let's be honest. Well, one kind of thing about the Barbara King, you know, and Raish plot too is like, what do you think of Barbara's um, kind of mentorship towards Selena this episode? I miss that. Um. What do you like, mean? Like you missed it? Like, 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 like oh, where's, where's the, where's the, or how the thing go? It's like, oh, I, I ran into trouble. What it wasn't my fault. It was some kid who, who interrupted my plans. Like that scene. Yeah, where Barbara's like, you know, you have failed me for the last time. You failed. To that wasn't me a that mentorship. Would get involved. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. I know what you're talking about. It's, it's a kind of this, like, sort of like one-two relationship. Um, I don't know. She, she, I, I, I feel like Barbara was kind of mentoring her there, like you know, just tough love. Mm, it's where kind was, of like you do it or you get out. Where was Tabitha in this episode? They asked her where she was, and we don't. I don't think we found out. <laughs> she was taking a bubble bath. It was her week off. <laughs> she was being they even, sexy they, they, and crazy somewhere else. Actually, they even said like it's Monday. Where's Tabitha? Because remember, like last week, she's like, "I'll start work on Monday," and it's like, "Where's Tabitha?" <laughs> oh, you remember some crazy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have no idea. <laughs> cut, cut, to like a, cut to like a scene. She's like stuck in traffic. Like, uh, come on. I can't be late for my first day at work with Barbara. It's like, <laughs> wow. how did Selena get to work first? Like, don't they live together? Shouldn't they be carpool? Like, yeah, like, but she, she does roof jumping. Tabitha's pretty agile. She chased Alfred and like through that dumpster. Yeah, but like Selena's mode of travel is literally just forget streets i'll just run around on the roofs yeah she, she's like daredevil she like like flips around and like swings across stuff uh and, and she wore a mask but like honestly like even like with that with that jacket and like that form like everyone's gonna know it's selena but i, I guess it's one step closer to catwoman but it's like we can't have anyone a lot. Like, until they showed that like like the, them in the same shot like she, i thought she looked a lot like bruce's uh costume I, I was worried. I, I was worried that like if they bumped into really? each other, I was, I was like they better recognize each other because if they run into each other, like who are you? I don't know. Like who are you? Like like don't. Pull, don't pull I would have laughed my ass. That would have been hilarious. <laughs> like the Green Lantern. Like, thing. I could understand if she didn't recognize him, but if he didn't recognize uh, her, okay, oh, yeah, I, I can see that. Well, okay. she she was wearing Selena's clothes too, but like. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm like imagining a scene from like the first Raimi movie, like you know, Selena's in like a hospital bed, like, oh kid, I'm in love with someone else now. You know, you know, <laughs> the the Black Shadow. Oh no, 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 he is pretty cool, you know, like, oh. <laughs> and and he and I talk about. Are you, you talking about Spider Man? Yeah, yeah, the first Spider Man. Okay, because you said the first Raimi movie, and I was all like, The Evil Dead. Oh, <laughs> the first yeah, Sam Raimi Spider Man yeah, movie. Yeah, you need to be more specific. I don't, I don't run on your on your mental wave. I'm not mm-hmm. Don. <laughs> or not, Stella. Not yet, anyway. Um, <laughs> what point were we on again? What were we talking about? We were, we were talking about Bruce and Selena. Well, we are now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I, I got a large... Because we saw a lot of Barbara, but she was interacting with a lot of other characters. Probably, just, you know, Bruce and Selena and I think Penguin at one point. I'm kind of over, like, Penguin, like, bullying her. Not, not, not that it's uncomfortable or anything like that, but like he's, he's like, you know, you better tell me who you're 
fucking four. It's like, go, shut up. <laughs> like, stop that. Here's the thing about Penguin, though, that I really love is that he is so uh, full of himself, which is so accurate to me, to the comic book character that I've seen displayed to me. Like, ooh, I have all this power. I'm going to flaunt it because, yeah. Because I remember in that issue of The Dark Knight when Batman, like, broke in through the window. He's like, you're going to tell me things. He's like, uh, you don't have anything or you wouldn't have came in through my window. And then he asked Batman to leave, and I was just like, ah, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. So it, to me, it gives, like, the way he's right now, even though he has, like, the press on his butt all the time, and he's, like, all sorts of crazy and telling everyone his plans is because, you know, he's, like, overestimating himself. And to me, that is, like, cool. I, that I, is classic Penguin. Yeah, I, I agree that, that he's, he's he's very much in character. I, I just find that, I just find that like... The character that he is, is is kind of a big baby at times. Like when he when he found like you know uh, the missing ice part of, of like Riddler, he's like, like, like I, it was in character. But you have to remember who his mother was and how she raised him. No, I, I know all that. It's just that it's not always fun to watch. Like, I know. Who's <laughs> Oh God, I forgot. There, there it is. I, I I did not I do not miss Josh. Her. Why would you do that? I had already talked. I hadn't gone back and watched the first season again yet. <laughs> what do you mean you haven't watched the first season? Kubelput. Oh, oh. I'm not some dumb bimbo. I know what you're up to. Tabitha oh. yeah, did us a favor by killing her. <laughs> she did. I still felt bad for Penguin, though. And also, I kind of felt bad for her because she didn't do anything to deserve that. Besides yeah. <laughs> Remember when she was hooking up with Maroni for, like, five minutes? Oh, God. I forgot about Maroni. That. That's a man with standards. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> I really love and that. Ju- and just think, when know. fish, when fish shot him, his, the last person that he ever like you know laid his lips on was Penguin's mom. Oh, it's true. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, thanks for that information. <laughs> That's a tragedy. <laughs> she, she looks like one of those, like, one of those like clown characters from from Penguin's gang in Batman Returns, like with like the mess yes, of hair he stuff. looked like the lady. She looked like the lady who was like really who looked who also later the uh, bass guitarist from Smashing Pumpkins looked like. All right, well, was she the one it's tonight? Tonight. In, in like the, was she she wasn't the one in like the you know like the penguins are doing this like in the little microphone area. Yeah. Something is very wrong. Something's coming towards. And then, like, she, like, walks backwards, but, like, flows backwards, like, when it's, like, time to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she like, fades away. That was actually kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> we should rewatch that film. <laughs> I'll be down for it, especially for Halloween. It's a, it's, it's a, well, it's a Christmas movie, technically. No, it'll be for Christmas. It'll be in December. Uh, so, uh,. I'd like to finish strong with the Bruce thing, which means that, like, let's get one of the other plots out of the way, which is the, the, the Riddler and the Riddlet thing, which is – that was kind of my least favorite part about the episode. And I actually really like that part. I, I would have preferred that Ed got unfrozen another way because, like, it's just – I don't know. Like, after all the buildup and everything and just him getting out that way, it, it felt 
Although, but I don't know what other way you would do it. It's not like he can like sit there and like plot his escape or like. Well, something for like that. Like, just have just have it like naturally melt and like Zaz forgot to put the heat on, but uh, but that would be silly. For but the, like the ice on the cooler on. Well, oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like the air conditioning, I suppose. Um, or maybe like yeah, the only way to like survive like a situation that they're in is they have to like turn like the heat on. It's like no, or like or like Firefly comes in and there's like a big fight. I don't know. Like I, I guess. Hey, this is as good as anything else, but it know, does kind of reek of a Deus Ex Machina to have this character that we've never seen before. Just say, "I'm your biggest fan," and like have her be gone. I can tell you why I'm your I was biggest okay fan. As somebody is like bound to a bed, like that's like you know the whole misery thing. Yeah, I was thinking about that too, but I can explain to you why I thought that this was fine. Mm-hmm. Because if you know anything about serial killers, you will know that they get shit ton of fan mail. And, like, people wanting to have their babies. So the fact that he has, like, this crazy, like, uh, obsessive fan makes sense. No, yeah. It, no, it, honestly, a lot of times when this show does make sense, and oftentimes it does, but whenever it does, I still don't know. I, don't, I still don't always love it. Um, I'm, not, I'm not saying it didn't make sense. I just think that, like, the writing of it was... Was it a certain... Uh, well, because, like, the actress was good. And, like, she, she yeah. was... She did remind yeah, me a lot she, of... She, um, she was good. A lot of uh, Jim Carrey's network, and I did like how she called him out on like you know that's not the right answer. Like she wasn't a sicker fan. <laughs> those were yeah. like the eased like even like the kids like have like known those riddles since like Honestly, kindergarten. Yeah, I did like those scenes of like her reading the riddles and him getting wrong, and like him insisting that he was right. Like I thought that was that was fun. <laughs> so insistent. He's like a deformed baby. Next, yeah, <laughs> move on. <laughs> Everybody, I was just like, this it, it is the most awesome Ward answer in the ever. Nineteen sixty six movie where like he was like a sparrow with a machine gun, of course. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, that, that, that BS. Um, um, I was even though this show has been brutal in the past and has like killed innocents, I was surprised when she died. I was like, oh dang! Like, because usually I don't know. Like, what? I feel like, like usually I feel like usually when people die, it's like quote unquote like people who deserve it or like something at the beginning of the episode. Oh, no. so, like, no, 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 no. This, that's not, that's not, cause remember that time in like when they, the, the pink flamingo where he like chewed out that black woman's like throat because it's Gotham and I like raised Kate yeah. about it for like 30 minutes on the podcast? No, no, you, you're right. There is a history of it. I don't know why like that's been out of my head for a while, but for some reason, like, and even her death was like pretty, you know, like, um, uh, family friendly and that, like, it was like pretty much off screen and all. Well, especially by Zaz, you know, of all people. Yeah. Which, which yeah. you sent the text to us that like if Zaz was like, alone with her he would have done like a lot worse than like just shoot her yeah i was actually um very disappointed with that just as don was i was like i was expecting him to like put the gun away and pull out some knives and start smiling and then they would cut to like black um our mutual friend uh h shoot no that's too obvious let's make him harry harry c his job is uh captioning stuff (laughs) and now now they know his full name. <laughs> well, well, uh, uh, that, he, that's the joke. <laughs> he, uh, he, he, his job is to caption stuff and he gets like, and he tells me he gets like Gotham episodes like, like weeks in advance. Like, uh, that hilarious scene between Alfred and, and, um, Strange last season. He got that like a month out and he told me that like, um, he was like a couple weeks ago that he was captioning this scene. So I knew pretty much that like, Riddler would get freed by a woman who would like get hit in the head by him, then killed off. Like I knew that was going to happen. I didn't know it would be it would be such a, like a comedic relief kind of thing. Um, I did not like. <laughs> and her last words are like, "Thank you, I made it myself." Yeah, like, I, I, I I didn't find any any fun. I mean, like, I thought what... that was very nice that he said 
it's a nice dress. Like that is a real, he didn't have to tell her that he actually he genuinely appreciated that. that. <laughs> but you know what I mean? He genuinely appreciated the dress and wanted her to know that he appreciated it before he offed her. That was a very <laughs> nice thing. Like he's, I feel like Zaz is actually a really he's nice guy. He's a serial guy. killer with hearts. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that was the intention. I mean, maybe, maybe I didn't get that. I, I didn't get the fact that like that 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 Zaz was being a nice. Guy. I just thought that he was being a dick. Uh, I mean, no, I mean, no, he was totally. He doesn't. He doesn't say things that he doesn't mean. If you ever, I'm not sure him, if Chan's being serious or not. I am serious. Like when you watch him, he hasn't lied to anybody or like said anything mean to anybody. He's always like please and very polite, and then she kills them. I don't know. He didn't um, throw shade at that guy in the premiere for, for being a cheapskate. I mean, I, 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 whether, whether he was nice or not, uh, again, to me, to me. I mean, if I was going to get, like, murdered by someone who complimented my dress, I'd be like, well, at least I know I'm dying in something, like, decent. I I just thought that, like, like she was, like, so much of a joke character that, like, oh, she's, you know, she's she's in love with the, uh, the Riddler who doesn't appreciate her. Then he walks her on the head and then, like, she... T- Tells on the Riddler, then then gets shot. What a, what a loser! Like that, all of that rubbed me the wrong way. The actor was the actor was was good, and I did like the scenes between her and Riddler when they were kind of going through the riddles. But honestly, I, I, I that entire thing, what a loser! Made me I didn't get that um, impression. I, the, well, that's that's the how I feel. This show was like trying to have you come away with it. It's just like the way yeah, they do, yeah. Like, um, I, I feel like we're supposed to look down on her that she's pathetic, but like. I didn't feel yeah. like she deserved to die. Like I, I, I did feel somewhat sympathy for no, her. Like, she didn't deserve really? To die either, but like, I feel that like because I just got that she was like actually kind of like smart and resourceful, and uh, you know, she was manically obsessed. She, she did she plan, used, you know, like to, yeah. to infiltrate and everything. That is true. I think that like what the, way, the this is the way I think that she, I think that's all true. Like like she is, you know, she's smart, and then she did call the Riddler on his crap. But like the way that the show. Like the, the, what I took away from the show, in the, in the way that they kind of ex- presented it, was that despite her resources and her and her relevant intelligence and the fact that she was a clever character, like her obsession with the Riddler was like not something to like you know find interesting. Just kind of like okay, well, wow, she's you know people who who find themselves att- attracted to serial killers are like not people we should like you know root for. It was more that she was like mentally ill, not that like she's a bad person because she's a child. She's like, oh, there's something. Right. I, I don't know. Maybe I couldn't take her seriously as a threat because of how wacky she was. I but obviously, as, as, a, as a character whatsoever. But I, obviously, as I really Jan stated, like she was resourceful enough that she was able to pull this off. You know, like come but, to think of it, like yeah. So like, oh, give, give give her credit for that. Oh 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 oh, but. Guess who else was basically the same character? Um, She's very popular. How? What are we talking about, Harley Quinn? Basically, the same character. Oh, Obsessed please. with the killer. <laughs> Obsessed with the killer. <laughs> smart enough to break him out. Actually, this, I, I'll, I'll give you over that. his entire persona. I had that thought like about uh, three minutes ago into this conversation that it, it did remind me of Harley Quinn a little bit, but like. The, I'm not the, saying that she is Harley difference. Quinn, but I mean, like, of course, well, there's a difference. Too late. I mean, Reddit, Reddit, like, Reddit's going to say she's Harley Quinn. <laughs> but I mean, like, it's basically the same thing, and you guys are, like, saying, oh, my God, she's terrible. And then on the other hand, like, there's Harley, who basically did the same thing. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that she's – It's not the exact same thing because Harley was, like, was more of a reserved, serious character who slowly broke down over time, whereas, like, the – moment that we see this woman she's like wacky like riddlerette like you know we don't see her like degrade do their relationship well, with let me, him let me, let me put it this way 
she she felt very at home with the sixties show. And like what I mean by that is like like she was supposed to be like like the entire character to me is a joke. I'm not, I'm not saying I personally dislike the character or like I know she shows up and I didn't like her. I felt that like it was a show basically basically turning okay, here's a scene of comic relief. All the Riddler scenes are comic relief. It's not plot progression really. I mean it is, but like most of it was, you know, Oh, here's this, this, here's this stupid character who you're, you know, you're supposed to wait, you're supposed to like enjoy that like Riddler popped her in the head and like, you know, her stupidity got her killed essentially. It's that kind of thing that I think the show is doing more so than the character herself. No matter what, what positive things you could say about the character, at the end of the day, she was. I wouldn't say it was stupidity. I think she just had her guard down because she was just so enamored with him and didn't see him as a threat because she's like, I'm here to help you. So she didn't think he was going to like hurt her because she was literally just trying to back him up. Yeah, but I, but I feel that like, like, I, I think that that's all like, a byproduct of like the writing, which was, I think the writing's intentions were for you to take away that it was stupid, whether it was or not. Like, at no point did I take this character seriously because I felt that the this, this show didn't want me to take it seriously. I, mean, I, I, really I thought he was going to be in that bed longer. I did too, though. I thought that was going to be kind of like the Riddler and Penguin thing where they were like – it was at least another episode where they were like in that trailer. Yeah, or something because she had like the acupuncture and then he couldn't move or what course he could move but he was pretending not to for some reason and then she helped him figure out a bunch of stuff and then i mean i'm pretty sure if she looked she looked like isabella oh my god can you imagine if they had chelsea speck uh come back again oh, play oh no i would have been miss- here for that i would have been like i don't even care anymore <laughs> he, he, he wakes up and he's like miss kringle is that you what no i'm, I'm the know- riddlerette <laughs> It's like you look just like Isabella and Miss Kr- Like every season, we're just gonna bring her back to play like yeah, a new if, character. If that, then it's like okay, obviously uh, Indian Hill is behind this. <laughs> you, yes, well, like, uh, it, and then there's a bunch like, of Kringle clones like, for like no reason. It's like Pokemon, where like every town that they go to, there's a Nurse Joy and an Officer Jenny. That, like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, awesome. yes. That's that, that's funny, um, or, or 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 we reveal that like Razal Rachel Ghoul, like you know, took Miss Kringle in the first season, dipped her in a Lazarus pit, and like sent her back as Isabella, but then she died again, and he like dipped her into the Lazarus pit once again to like become uh, the Riddlerette. <laughs> honestly, that's sure. This is the worst version of Rachel Ghoul ever. His priorities are bad. <laughs> He's like Hugo Strange. Like, uh, put her scrolling. in Indian Hill and brought her back to life. And she just, like, wanders out. She's like, yeah, I was in Indian Hill in season two. You didn't see me? They, like, make fun of the fact that people can come back to life like, every episode now on the show. Like, somebody yeah. mentions it. Well, we have the Lazarus Pit on the show now. And, 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 and unlike, you know, the Lazarus Pit in the comics, like, you can use it. Well, actually, the Lazarus Pit in the comics, the rules are inconsistent because, like... Well, the thing with the Lazarus Pit is that, like, if someone has died, they must have, they must have just died. You, you can't put, like, a... Because, uh, like, you a know... Corpse. Yeah, not a skeleton or anything like that. Yeah, well, you can't just put like, like a person who's like, been dead forever. Right. It will drive you insane, and it only works for certain people or something, I think, too. Or uh, Yeah, well, in the comic books, they have to, like, really, really, it, like... It's whatever a, the plot a, wants it to be. Put a cap on it, because otherwise, you know... Didn't um, Black Canary drop in there? Yeah. 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 I've heard about that. It, it, and it de-aged her. But yeah, like, because Alfred had some Lazarus pin on him in this, and Barbara Keane's been in there, and Raish was in there, so, like, we know that it's... Well, Raish has be never been in there. If they said Raish is like, I've never been in the Lazarus pit, I would have, like, thrown my computer out the window. <laughs> yeah, I would have saw We saw him in there at the beginning of the episode. But now, um, the, the, the best for last, this Bruce plotline, I love 
bratty Bruce. I love the whole Oswald, my friend, and like him like trolling Barbara Kane and like like yes, that was I love every Bruce. Bruce is my baby. Oh. You can tell that Davi Mazzaus loved doing it too. He's yes. Getting a real kick out of it. Oh, God. I loved him when he went on the ship as uh, Malone. And <laughs> I loved, like, he's like, I'm here for my Uncle Al. And I was like, oh, my God. He's Did he actually call himself Malone? I don't know. I thought she. Well, because, because like, Matches Malone killed his parents in this show. But did but he actually call himself Malone this episode? I he said, I'm looking for my uncle. I don't think he's... he's, yeah, he's he said, like, I'm looking for my uncle Al, and that's all he said. He's like, I think he, he okay, works on the okay, ship, okay. my aunt sent me. And then he had, like, that thick accent, and I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> I, I, I love Alfred showing up, like, you know. In costume. <laughs> I told you not to be coming looking for me here. <laughs> I was like, damn, Sean Pertwee. That's a good... That's a good one. Look at you. Yeah. But then they don't buy it, so they beat them up. That's fine. I mean, I just love that he he showed up and like threw them off guard, and also gave them the upper hand. And then just we, we've kind of had, had this repeated theme, like every episode this season so far, where like he's tried to do something, Batmany, and he's failed, and Alfred's like coming to save him. Oh, yeah, I also like that he um, tries. He's trying on different personas too, which is nice. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I t- <laughs> I, I love that, and and I do love that he's like. Fail- I think it's a little repetitive that like, you know, each week he fails and Alfred saves him. But I'm loving that he's failing because obviously he's like, you know, he needs to learn. Well, he's two pointy years away from being Batman, so showing that he still has a long way to go, like, yeah, helps. You know, like helps make us say like, why is he not Batman this season? Then if he's like wearing this costume, so I also want to mention that like, and I, and I mentioned this when I was like texting you guys about it that I, I like. The, the the tidbit of Alfred like teaching Bruce how to act, like yes. suggesting yes. it and like um, you know saying like you know oh you know you should you know be the role the role you were born to be what your parents didn't want you to become and like all that stuff was was like Mwah. like that that was like yes know, this show this this show gives me a lot of crap but like th- that was perfect yes because uh, I think in TAS he was all about like I used to be in the theater. Then he was also doing stuff there, and like I told you, he also, they also you're like t- saying that they always forget that he's been an actor, but I was telling you that they covered it in the New Fifty Two as well. Um, and I think also in I don't know if they're doing it in Rebirth. I, I need to. Catch I don't know. Up. I don't know oh if they God. brought it up on Rebirth, but like it's well because it's one of those things where like yes, Alfred does have like government training, but this is also a guy who who when he first appeared like was a goofball like. I kind of, I kind of yeah. resent the Bruce idea that like, like uh, to jail for his own murder. I, I kind of resent <laughs> like, like, like you know, oh Alfred, you know, he was this massive, he was better than Batman. He did this, this, this. It's like, okay, he does, he does have government experience. And he does all this, but he's, he he's, he's did also, that. Well, he's also like to me, I find Alfred to be like, I like him. when He's more of a normal guy who had, like, you know, he he wanted to be an actor, and then his dad died, so he took over his job rather than like you know he was saving the president every weekend. Like like I prefer the actor <laughs> Alfred rather than. Commando it's, Alfred. It's weird because Every Alfred weekend. is so ingrained in the mythos now, but like he came after Robin. He came after Joker and the Riddler and Cat. Well, I don't know if it was after Riddler, but he came like after Joker and Catwoman. Oh. He came like he came later into the history. Like and like Robin was already established, and he didn't even know Batman and Robin's identity until like the middle of it of like the first Alfred story. It's not until Batman oh. Year One where they where they say he was there all along. Yeah, like yeah, it, it was like until the '80s where it was like, oh, he actually raised Bruce because 
like pre-crisis it was always that alfred did not meet bruce until bruce was an adult oh that's nice that's interesting because you know for me alfred has always been there but you know 80s child I mean, I mean, I mean, I grew up knowing that Alfred was always there. I think, and I think it works better as a story. It, absolutely, it, it is an improvement, and it, you know, and it uh, on it the keeps original Batman process. from raising himself, honestly. Well, because pre-crisis, he was he was. It, it depended on the story, but like he either lived with Generally, his uncle no, Philip. Yeah. Oh, he either lived with his uncle Philip or Uncle Philip, like was away on business, so the housekeeper Mrs. Chilton was raising him, and Mrs. Chilton oh. was actually. Joe Chill's mom, so like Bruce is actually. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's all crazy. Bruce was what? raised. Bruce was raised by the mother of like the man that killed his parents, and he doesn't know that oh she's God. Joe Chill's mom. Like, there's like a revelation at the end of the story where like she like tells the readers, and like little does Bruce know that I'm you know the mother of the man who killed his son, and I must atone for it. His, his son. He killed, oh, yeah. Damien. <laughs> yeah. he killed Damien. He killed Damien. He killed Damien before Damien. The bastard. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, it's it's one of those things because, like you know, in like pre-crisis, like like Clark Kent came up in an orphanage, or or, or or his parent, like like in the original Superman like comic book origin story, that's like one page. Like his, you know, his parent, like, like he grew up in an orphanage. Um, but later on, it was the Kents that that raised him specifically. Like you know, all these because these characters are old as crap. So like, I feel uh, like the Kents make more sense because if he was raised in an orphanage, how did he hide his powers? Exactly. No, he exactly. didn't. <laughs> he, he, he didn't because there's like pages in the old story where like he's like lifting up cribs in the orphanage and the orphanage people are like, oh, what is this kid doing? And then like uh, and then like later when like the second incarnation of the origin, like the Kents like go back to the orphanage like we'd actually like to take that baby that we like dropped off here. The other day. Like, yeah. yes, take him. He's too, he's too crazy. Like, Jen, you know. you know that like, um, in the silver age, they retconned that like Martha Kent wasn't shot. She had a heart attack. I didn't know she was shot. I don't follow Superman. Uh, 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 no, no, Martha, Kent. Martha, Martha Wayne. Wayne. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> no, no, no. My mother's name is Martha. No. What's your mother's name? Aqua Martha. <laughs> I do love that joke. <laughs> Welcome to the Justice League. But yeah, like in the Silver Age, they said, you know, like, like when Joe Chill shot Thomas Wayne, Martha Wayne's weak heart gave out on her, which whenever, um. But yeah, it, 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 it was, it was a constant heart flow. condition. Why you gotta judge, man? Yeah. She's Aunt May. <laughs> no, but like in the in the book that I gave you, um, what was it called Bat, uh, the Bat manga? Queens of Gotham. Oh, she that. was actually like doing like all sorts of stuff, like uh, drinking, and I think she did drugs. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. It was like the, the wild thing. rebel of the '60s type Martha. In the um. In the in the Paul Dini run, uh, like they were like socialites. Oh, obviously they're socialites, but like Thomas Wayne was like best friends with Zatanna's dad, and they met Martha Kane at a party. And like Zatanna was like, "Go for it, bro." Um, but uh, what, what was Zatara? It? Zatara, yeah. What was I talking about? You what, said Zatanna. I said that Zatanna's dad, right? Yeah, then yeah, but Zatanna Zatara, so his name was Zatara, not Zatanna. Zatara's Zatara. her first. Yes. Yes. Well, the same thing was, you know, like, like Martha Kent got shot. So. My name's Mario Mario, and he's Luigi Mario. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Someone say Mario. God. I forget why we were on this in the first. Oh, we were talking about Alfred. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that, but, yeah just, just kind of like, you know, to reiterate the, the conclusion. Um, you know, you know, military Alfred is cool, but, like, I'm a big fan of, like, you know, like, like Royal Shakespeare Academy. Like, you know. Same. Yeah, just, just putting on dis- disguises and being mm-hmm. an actor, Alfred. 
Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm disagreeing with no, you. I, I, absolutely, <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm glad you are. And I think that, like, I, I honestly, you know, because uh, I forgot or didn't know that, like, the New 52 referenced that, but I feel that most people don't know that he was a goofy actor before he became a, a butler. <laughs> but whatevs. So that was The Masks We Wear. Uh, does anyone have Futon Critic? The Deadly Dagger on all-new Gotham, Thursday, October 12th on Fox. Bruce Wayne puts the lives of Gotham Natural History Museum historian Niles Winthrop, guest star Doc and Matthews, and his grandson Alex, guest star Benjamin Stockholm, in danger. In an attempt to uncover the meaning behind his prize oh, no, not that. from the auction. <laughs> no. Meanwhile, Raish Al Ghul, Alexander Sadiq, proves he'll take deadly measures to achieve what he wants. Oh, really? Also, with Sophia Falcone, Crystal Reed, in town, she is on a mission to win back Gotham from Penguin and the all-new A Dark Knight, The Demon's Head, episode of Gotham, airing Thursday, October 12th, uh, 8 to 901 Eastern on Fox, guest cast, Doc and Matthews as Niles Winthrop, Benjamin Stockholm as Alex Winthrop, Nathan Darrow as Mr. Freeze, uh, Anthony Kerrigan as Zaz, awesome, Kelsey Griffin as Detective Harper. Oh, did you recognize her from, from Dragon Con, Josh, in this episode? Um, I, I looked up because I found the girl's business card. I don't think it's the same girl. So uh, apparently apparently this girl's been around since Pax Penguina, the one who, like, um, they introduced I, uh, I met. Yeah, so, well, no, no, Officer Harper, but uh, <laughs> watch Mr. Freeze just, like, refreeze his Riddler, like, oh, no, you don't. And he's, like, frozen for another, like, five episodes. <laughs> awesome. All right, I'm, I'm about to play this. All right, yeah, I'll uh, I'll watch it too. Hold on. I'll watch it again. What it is I bought. What's so special about this knife? Destiny, two thousand years in the making. Um, did you link the promo in the chat? With this sacred blade, Rachel Gould. Years in the making. You want to play detective? Who is Rachel Gould? With this sacred blade, Rachel Gould. This knife. Why are people dying for it? I'm gonna have to mute my. Or, oh no, I can't mute it without tapping. Don't worry about it, just listen to it. All new next Thursday. <laughs> Gordon gets beaten up and Bruce's like, this is all my fault. It's like, this happens every episode. No, it would, it would only, it would only count if like, um. I dig Barbara's hair. I do not. Yeah, I, 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 I don't like it. I liked it better when it was like fluffed out. Like that whole like slick back thing Let's just makes me think of like, what? It looks like a wig to me. Yeah, it looks. It looks actually uh, because they bleached it so much because it is like platinum blonde. It looks very dry. They need to hydrate it. Um, but uh, I'm so excited! Like <laughs> Jim is like yelling, "What is so important about this knife?" <laughs> Which means he's gonna be all up in that, all up in that soup, and ruining everything. But that's fine. Whatever. I mean, Babs is already in there, so why not Jim? Jim, you can't have sex with that knife. It's not your sister-in-law. Oh, let's not start. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Gordon's always doing that. All right. Um, I it's interesting. That, like, I need that knife to kill to kill Mario. I, I like I like seeing like like uh, Gordon and, and Bruce because they don't they don't have enough scenes together in this show. So I thought that was kind of they cool. do not. I was just going to say, like, as much as I don't really like how they write uh, Jim in this, I do feel like they, there does need to be more of a interaction between them because they do actually – I like how they influence each other. I mean I don't like how they influence each other, but I love that they do influence each other, like how they both develop as characters in this show mm-hmm. because they, they do 
they do take cues off each other. And that was like really heavy in the first season. And then after that, Jim was all like, oh, look at this pretty girl over here. And then that was it. Are those boobs I see? Um, then uh, he just like face shoves uh, Bruce off a, off a bridge. It's fine. I'm kind of with the Josh after seeing this promo that like the MacGuffin of the knife, like, you know, we must find out what this knife is doing on the next Gotham. Like that, that really doesn't engender excitement. In it's the, the treasure map of like uh, last season. Yeah, it's 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 um it's 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 a crystal from Crash Bandicoot, the Wrath of Cortex, but um it, it's a means to an end. But as long as this episode surrounding it or whatever, like oh, all right, I, I can tolerate it because like as much as I didn't like the knife, I love the auction scene, you know, and I and I like the scene with Selena and Bruce in in the mansion when she was trying to get the knife. Yes, him, so. I love everything with Selena and Bruce, but you knew that. <laughs> I ship them so stupid hard, like it hurts my soul. <laughs> Can't wait for Talia to show up and they just kill her. Or or she sleeps with Gordon too. I'm just gonna lay on the floor and pretend you didn't say that and let the Lord take me. <laughs> so, while Jan's on the floor, until next time, gang, this is Josh. This is Don. I'm gonna die on the floor. <laughs> and you've been listening to the Gotham Chronicle podcast. <laughs> Doug has like this like PTSD like fantasy of like Skeeter daring him to kiss uh, daring uh, Patty to kiss Doug on the lips or something. And they're playing truth or dare. He doesn't want to. It's actually funny because like I dare you to kiss Doug, and then like there's like a pause for emphasis on the lips, like (laughs) as opposed to his ass. that you know i kind of was like okay i'm not really into this right now was the riddler thing and i'm still formulating my thoughts on race and barbara getting together um race or, or Raj. race 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 josh you watch the anime series how is this hard <laughs> it's because i don't say his name in like my everyday life so because i've heard people say Roz ever since the animated series for like a decade since it like reprogrammed my brain and now i have to like unprogram it Either way, like Roz or Race, I will accept. But Race, I keep going to like Race. I literally go to Race Bannon, and I'm like, why is he in this show? And I know, it's he's very too busy confusing. being the vice president of the United States. Stop doing that, please. Don't don't ruin Johnny Quest for me. <laughs> it's very relevant with Haji and his racial interpretations. Oh God, I didn't think about that. Sim, sim, There's, there's stereo for you. Yeah, there you go. I, I love him so much. He's like my favorite character on that show. Um, oh, oh, Josh, you missed it. So I was telling Don earlier. <laughs> Also, till like last week's episode, not this week's episode, last week's episode, my mom, I was telling her about like, oh yeah, that's like baby Bruce, because she was like watching it with me, and she goes, oh, when does he become a robot? (laughs) Hard act. All, All this time, since she's always known Batman, she's always thought that he was like a robot. That's brilliant. And I was just so sitting all there like, this time, Batman was real. You're like, No, mom, he's just rich. He just used money to fly places and learn things. Like he went to China to learn one thing, and France to learn something else. He followed a circus to learn something else because I'm, I'm, he has I'm money. She never saw a Batman movie in theaters. Uh, she doesn't like Batman. 
Okay. Because like she likes I, Superman I, a lot. She loves did, Superman. Did like, she I, think Adam West was a real? She didn't watch. She doesn't like Batman. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I was like, no, mom, he's just rich. And then she's like, then how? She's like, how does he hang out with Superman? <laughs> Uh, I, I, was, I was actually saying but I was muted like what if Talia was like a teenager but they, they pulled the whole she's a hundred years old thing so it's just to try to like it was like a reverse Poison Ivy so like you know Gotham's like you know we can get away with it this time and like they're having like okay. <laughs> I hope not I know you, even the whole like hundred years old thing like that was like the comics like ignored that really quickly after like they brought it up yep, Talia's like let's, 35 years old let's there, always let's always remember guys that one Batman Beyond episode where Bruce slept with Talia, but Talia was actually Raish. <laughs> Never forget. Detective. That, 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 should, that could be a commentary. Oh, yeah, this is a commentary. Oh, yeah, we, we haven't done Batman Beyond ever. So. Oh, uh, uh, Stella, and I, Stella and I did one episode, and I did uh, the premiere with Melinda, but otherwise, yeah, most of the time we've not done Beyond Epic commentaries. We do commentaries yeah. on, this, on this website. Mm-hmm. Uh, we so should watch Don. the entire season. Uh, Don, can you edit this one? Oh man! <laughs> yes, I can. But it's gonna be a lot. Thank more. you, Don. You're the bestest, and we love you. Mostly because I don't know how to edit shit, and all my stuff is on my PC. Well, just, just, just with New York Comic Con and everything, it's gonna be like a lot. I, I told I missed you last week too. I, I, I was so, honestly like, like like when we were having all our trouble earlier, I was really hoping to weasel out of it, but I I, I absolutely understand. I mentioned two things that were off topic. Like uh, we were talking about, yeah, Batman being a robot. Like, uh, and you know the episode where like Batman and Superman meet in like World's Finest. In the commentary, they said they like the Japanese animators for some reason they thought that Batman could fly. So there's a, they animated Batman flying right next to Superman. And like Bruce Timm and everybody was like, why is why is Batman flying, guys? And they answered back like in Japanese because he has a cape. So they had like they had to reanimate they had they had to reanimate it. Um, it's it's a, it's a scene where Batman flies off in the plane. Like you know he like he like back grapples the plane and like, kind of does that. Like originally like I guess like when Lois Lane and Superman were in, they were seeing an explosion. Superman and Batman are, like flying together in the air. And, like, but also, um, <laughs> I couldn't have said Lois about you. I'm aware of that. Yeah, and he like, flies away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that I think we talked about too how like episode. that would rip his arm off. Like, uh, say what? Uh, my favorite part of that one um, Justice League Unlimited or Justice League uh, uh, cartoon where he's all like, I could use some assistance, and then he's like falling and he's like, and he keeps going for a while. Like now would be nice. <laughs> I can't <laughs> fly. He can't fly. At all. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, that, that, was, that was Darkheart. That was when they fought. I forgot the villains. The villains with the Adam, and he was like in the. Like, uh, it was like a whole bunch of machines. I yeah. Think, little, yeah. It was so funny. That was. That was, that was I love. I love GLD. Also, um, we were talking about origin stories and how they're all inconsistent. But like, uh, in the radio show, Superman came to Earth like fully grown, and like he met like a farmer and his, and his son, and his son said, "We should call you Superman now." That's such a good, good, good name to me. And like he went to Metropolis, like he was. Oh no, they 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 also come up with the name. Like Clark Kent for him too. It's like, why don't you call yourself Clark Kent? Hey, yeah, that, that was that was. Nice, yeah. I, I remember Bailey said that on the for podcast. like no reason. That was the most disturbing I, I, one. <laughs> I listened to that to that radio show and I said like that was weird. <laughs> he meets Batman and Robin in that radio show. Like, like he says, like, like Jimmy and Lois save Robin. Like he's, they, they save Dick Grayson and like Dick Grayson has like a Robin costume under his clothes and like uh, Superman says, "I'll take this boy now, go away." Um, what? And like. <laughs> 